Since 2015, it's been our pleasure entertaining you from brass commentary, controversial interviews, and sexy cave crushes. We have given you our all. We've seen other shows come and watch them go. But Inside the Cave is still here. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking ignorance. Guaranteed. Thought-provoking ignorance. The best blend of hip-hop and R&B with special guests and cave crush interviews. Inside the Cave is now on Indie Central Radio. You're about to go inside the cave. The cave. <laughs> inside the cave. Let's do it, yo. Dennis on. Welcome back inside the cave. Inside the cave on Indie Central Radio and on the Inside the Cave Podcast.com every single week. You listen to us, all the new subscribers. You listen to us on Apple Podcasts, which is about 30, 30 new Apple Podcast subscribers uh, from the from the Cherry uh, Cherry Johnson interview. Uh, please send us a review, rate us, and review us. Not only did you listen, you subscribe. So thank you. Please rate and review us. About a little over thirty of you all. Please tell us where you're from. You know what I'm saying? We got people in South Dakota and Oregon and Seattle listening. Not that many, but hey, just, you know, say what's up. You know what I'm saying? Email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. If you don't know who you listen to, I am CB at I'm the real CB. And next to me today is the Southern Baby. I ride for my nigga Dow. You know I what it is? What up with me? Hey, hey, dog, is Rick Ross from the South? Is that considered the South? Nigga, counterfeit. Oh, okay. Hey, I guess we won't be having Rick Ross on the show. <laughs> Damn. Uh, uh, uh. All right. All right. <laughs> Ladies, let's talk about it. Tell the truth with Sly. What's up, everybody? Mr. Tell the truth. What's going on? How y'all doing? Mr. K Crush himself, Zelly Bell. What's going on, people? It's your man, Mr. Wake. What? The Cleese Report on Instagram. Over 13,000 followers. Roll it. What's up, bro? <laughs> wow, did I try to get a big sound based on my followers? Damn. Oh, man. You doing it, man. I'm trying to get like you. Doing it, man. Everybody check that page out, man. New subscribers, check out the Cleese Report on Instagram. Hey, Check this out. Is there anybody else there yet? No. Okay, look. For anybody wondering why I sound different, no days off. I'm calling in to the show talking, so that's why I sound different. But look, we got a great show today. I swear, the past couple months on Inside the Cave, man, has been so dope. I said it last week. I'll say it again. It's been so dope, man. Uh, calling in today from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. One of the funniest guys, man, I got a chance to meet. Actually, me and Zelly got a chance to meet and hang out with him. Maybe we'll tell that for celebrity uh, stories with Inside the Cave later on in the show. But, uh, man, Junior, Ken Junior Space, Junior from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, calling in to Inside the Cave. Uh, man, Junior's a real funny dude, man, and real. You know, uh, we're going to talk about sickle cells. Um, for those who don't know, I listen to... The Breakfast Club and Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's what gets my day going. I got it set up where 
when Steve go on commercial, bam, I can go right back to the Breakfast Club on iHeartRadio, and I never miss a beat on any show. That's, these other guys listen to other stuff. That's the only thing I listen to. No disrespect, nothing else. So, like, I really feel like those guys are like family. And, you know, I'm just really excited to talk to uh, my boy Junior. We're waiting a while to get him on the show. Finally calling in to Inside the Cave. We loaded today, man. Loaded, loaded, loaded. Hey, dog, what you say we doing uh, uh, later, uh, the second half of the show? Yeah, man, we're going to do a tribute to Pimp C. Number Pimp C. You know, country rap tune, extended country rap tune for everybody listening on Indie Central Radio. Extended country rap tune, nothing but Pimp C. Uh, UGK. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I thought something else happened this week. I thought, you know, I thought, didn't somebody have a birthday this week? Didn't like a hip, uh, one of the main guys in hip hop have a birthday this week? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I can't say. What, what's that guy's name? What the fuck is that guy's name? I, 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 I'm on the tip of my tongue. You talking about the guy that's locked up with the rainbow hair? No, no, not, not that guy. There's oh, another guy. What's that, what's that guy's name? I can't think of his name. What's his name? Joe's favorite rapper. Ah! You talking about Beyonce? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Joe's favorite rapper. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you call him, dog? Beyonce Hill. Beyonce Hill. <laughs> the guy that said, uh, I was just fucking those girls. I was going to get right back. Man, all right. Well, hopefully, dog, will sneak in uh uh, a hold with UGK uh, song in the, in, the, in the second half of the show as well. You know, Dr. I got that big pimping on deck. Before we get into the show, I do want to say this. Uh, we got, go to cavecrushshop.com right now. Need everybody go to cavecrushshop.com. I need everybody to shop. Using, uh, we got a promo code. I forgot what name promo code is. So. But go to cavecrushshop.com. We got the new champion inside the cave thought-provoking ignorance hoodie, and it's by Champion. Champion. Inside the cave, watch how I flex this. Watch how I freak this shit. Champion has merged with Inside the Cave, and uh, we have these new Inside the Cave thought-provoking ignorance shirts. And I'm telling you, this shit only gonna be on the limited. I'm telling you, go get this shit now. Yeah, it's a little bit expensive or whatnot, but go get the shirt. Buy the shirt. Buy the hoodie. Thought-provoking ignorance. Go get the fucking hoodies, man. Support the show and look fresh while you support it. I'm telling you, it's dope, champion. And uh, now they don't—they only got them in men's right now. So, ladies, go get you a small. You got some big titties. Get you a medium or a large. Got extra large. Hey, y'all ain't the first time y'all done put on your some men's clothes. It's fresh, all right. Go get you, get you uh, the champion, the inside the cage. Thought provoking ignorance champion hoodie on cavefrustshop.com. All right, I know it's expensive, but buy the hoodie anyway. All right, buy it. It's dope. We are the champions. Yeah, man, we gotta sell. We gotta sell this shit. All right, we'll be right back with more inside the cave. All right, here we go. Welcome back inside the cave on Indie Central Radio, inside the cave podcast.com. Don't forget, we got Junior calling in later in the show. And uh, right now, I don't know if you guys check the email, but we know how we start the show off every week. A little, little something funny. A little, little something. Uh, hey, what's the most famous line from... Uh, it's, it's, a roll, it's a rolling question. Rolling, what's one of the most famous lines from Menace of Society? Oh, ho, 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 ho. 
Can don't I think that? too hard, bro. Don't think too hard, bro. Just give me one of the most famous lines from the uh, Minister Society. You know you done fucked up. You know you done fucked up. That's what we're doing today. That's how we starting to show up today. We're giving you scenarios, things that might happen when you know you done fucked up. <clears throat> like, for instance, uh, you know you done fucked up, right, when you play a seasonal character on this show. But you've been getting away with it for the past couple years because you funny as hell. But then CB flipped the script and bring in another motherfucker just as funny as you. Oh, you know you done fucked up, right? <laughs> you keep on playing that seasonal character. You what? know you done fucked up, right? What the hell? What you got? <laughs> Dude, did you, hold on, come on. Did you just throw that nigga under the bus? <laughs> you said, no, I love him, man. That's my man. Said came through. Hey, no, nah, the reason why I said that, said of all the people, shout out to uh, Cherry Johnson and Fever Magazine, they published our interview with uh, Charlemagne the God, and then I'm just looking at the interview. I'm like, damn. I said, sure, maybe just maybe a little bit more than international D, and he gets published on the magazine too, and he just and he just happened to show up. The one time he show up, he get published with with, with CV. So I'm like, yeah, man, I'm gonna uh, throw a couple shots that season and say he's been saying he's gonna come on for the past month and a half. Ain't nobody heard from him. So. Oh, yeah. well, it sounds like to me, the nigga know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, he don't know when he kill, right? Be, yeah, he may, he may be smarter than the rest of us. <laughs> All right. What you got, Sly? Come on, man. You know you done fucked up when? When you hear your full name called out. Courtney Aloysius Blackman, bring your ass here. <laughs> I know you done That's fucked up, right? <laughs> That's not my name. Don't tell nobody your middle name was Aloysius. That's not that's not my name. That's not my name. You know you done fucked up when you get out the shower and you see your girl sit next to your cell phone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Dead man! man. Your heart like skip a beat, drop. <laughs> Oh, man. You go back you're in going there. Hey. Drown yourself. Hey, I'll tell you what's yeah, worse than that. I, what's been that? What's that? You know, you done fucked up when you get to work and you pat your pocket and you realize your cell phone at home. Oh, yes. You know you done fucked <laughs> up. You got to make it. Hey, dog, you got to make a decision. You got to say, either I'm going uh, <laughs> And you already on straight two on your job. So what you going to do? <laughs> yeah, you said. You I'm either going to be late for work. <laughs> I might get fired. I might get put out, goddamn. Yeah, which <laughs> one's more important? Which one's more important? How far are you from home? Oh, man. What either you got, bro? Either, either way it go, goddamn. I'm going home to get that phone. Hell, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to. Got to. That's way more important than a job. <laughs> 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 what you got, bro? What you got? You know you didn't fucked up when you texting your girl and you see them three dots for a long ass time. Oh, 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 oh. oh yeah, iPhone people know what Roland talking about. <laughs> oh yes. shit, my bad for the for the answer. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that means a long ass message for the come. Yes, that means a long ass message for the car, boy. It ain't gonna be nothing you wanna hear. <laughs> oh man! All right, here you go. Uh, you know you you know you don't fucked up, right? When you 
fucking your side chick and you balls deep in her. You fucking your side chick at your house. And then all of a sudden your wife walk in and she look at you and say, you know what? Don't even worry about it. And leave. You know you done <laughs> fucked up. And see, when you get caught cheating from your wife, and I'm not telling you what I done been through, I'm just telling you. When you get caught cheating, the reaction you want from your wife is, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill this bitch. You want her to pull out a gun. You want her to grab a knife. You want her to throw your shit out in the hallway. Throw your shit out the house. Because that's the woman you can get back. That's an emotional, crazy woman that you just got to get her emotional back in order. If your wife catch you cheating and she be like, don't even worry about it. It's cool. <laughs> Yeah, you done <laughs> fucked up. Hey, she look at you, you ain't never, you ain't never get her back. She look at you, look at her phone, send a quick text. Walk out. Hey, you, you ass, ain't never who, get that woman you back. You ass nigga, all you worry about who you just text. Hey, but hey, hey, Melly, still, still hard and and deep in the other bitch, and you worried about who she texts. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 what you doing over there? <laughs> Shit, she Nigga, just, you that's the St. Junk, goddamn. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 nigga, can you pull out and, and, and talk to me, or you still gonna be fucking the bitch while you talk, worry about what I'm doing? <laughs> you know you done mm. fucked up. What you got, Sly? You know you done fucked up, right? When both of your devices are, are linked to oh, Messenger, man. and you only got one device on you. <laughs> And you inbox pimping. And you inbox pimping pictures. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and you, just, you keep you keep getting that 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 Facebook and IG pop uh, and shit, and it's, and it's popping at home too. It's really popping. Oh. At home. <laughs> hey, hey, what you got? Uh, I, I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you what I've been through. I'm just telling you what you got to do. What you got to do is you got to delete that shit right away. As soon as you get it deleted. Like, and then you got to pray. Then you got to pray to whoever you pray to normally. <laughs> that that shit deleted on the other end. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, those screenshots hey. will kill you, boy. Those screenshots. Oh, man. Yes, 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 yes. What you got, Melly Bell? Man, you know you done fucked up when you walking home and you see your boys instead of just keep on walking, you hop in the car with it three minutes, look at them niggas all put on face masks except for you. <laughs> you say you want to be in, bro. Your ass, but as soon as they get out of the car, you better run. Oh, shit. Hey, nigga, you crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, we can do this all day. What you got, dog? Oh, you know you the fuck that when I walk outside and I realize you can curb check my rims. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Roman. You. What you got? You know you done fucked up when you run your credit card at the restaurant, Man. and the yep. bill came to 60, but you only had 50. <laughs> and you know you about to get hit with that motherfucking overdraft. Oh, yeah. 
I had that. That's crazy because I, that's, that's when I was going to say something like that, too. <laughs> here, hey, here you go. You know you done fucked up, right? When you've been talking all that gangster shit. And then all of a sudden, you get ready to, they, they send you to jail. And you got rainbow hair. And you got six <laughs> nine tatted on your face. Oh, huh. <laughs> you, oh. you know you done fucked up, right? You yeah. know you done fucked up. You know, you know you done fucked up when you hollering at a chick and you give her your number. You you give up your phone to put her number in, and she done cashed out her some money into her account from your shit. <laughs> you know you done fucked up, right? Hell yeah. Thank you. Have a good night. God bless. Call me. Say <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> what you got, brother? You know you done fucked up. When you check your voicemail and all you hear is, nigga, that bitch said she wanted divorce because you forgot to edit. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. (laughs) Divorce party. He be in fucked up all types of lifestyles for getting to edit some shit. Oh, man, y'all great. Hey, 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 right, hey, 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 what hey, you got, dog? You know you done fucked up when you at your side chick crib and you done bust, uh, you roll over and take that nap. And you wake up <laughs> in the sun. Yeah. Up. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, As we lay, you sing that singer as we lay. <laughs> we forgot about tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't forget. Damn, hey, hey, oh, hey, 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 that that's when you just go throw your fucking phone and fucking uh yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. You know you better go check into an emergency room, nigga. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my shit. Hey C B. Hey that yeah. my car broke down. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. If you listen to that shit, you know you the fucked up. <laughs> oh shit. Roll, you got one before we wrap it up? Yeah, so you know you done fucked up when you sitting at the cookout. And the bitch you just spent three months trying to lay tight to show up and it's your motherfucking girl's cousin. They- <laughs> oh, shit. You was putting oh, work yeah. in the DM, too. You was laying hey, on hey. thick. Hold on, you got to say that again. Say that again. Oh, <laughs> say that you again. Had, I said, you, had, you know you didn't fuck up when you sitting at the cookout. And the bitch you been trying to put it down on for three months show up, and it's your girl's cousin. Damn. <laughs> you think, I think you I think you know you didn't fucked up. Nigga, I don't think, hey, hey, 
That's it over with. Hey, hey, I think I think that's the perfect way to end this segment. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I had another one in the pocket, in the what, back pocket. What, 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 what you got, Sly? What you got? Go ahead. You know you done fucked up <clears throat> when your cell phone is synced to your children's video game and all your <laughs> IG pictures start showing oh! up. <laughs> Oh no! All your WhatsApp pictures, all your WhatsApp pictures, all your WhatsApp pictures, cave crush pictures, cave crush pictures, all that shit showing up while your kids playing playing a video game. You can traumatize them kids, man. (laughs) (laughs) What type of game is this, Daddy? Hey, Daddy. (laughs) Hey, hey, for the record. Calling up later on in the show. Sipping on drinks, sipping on drinks. Yeah. Sipping on drinks, sipping on a drink. Yeah. The best hip hop throwbacks and RB inside the cave on Indie Central Radio. Hey, welcome back to Inside the Cave. Our next guest is a very funny comedian that can be heard every single morning on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. His energy and charisma makes him one of the most popular and distinguished voices on the show. He's also an ambassador for Sickle Cell and once again doing more charitable work as Junior Claus. Welcome to Inside the Cave, the homie here, Junior Spates. Thank you. What's up, man? Man, thank, you. thank you so much for taking so much time out of your busy schedule, man. And the holidays, yeah, and yeah. Everything. Appreciate you. Oh man, thank you for having me. I ain't coming back home. What is that? Yeah, you thank me all that everything, man. I ain't coming back. I've been down with Houston lately, man. I've been messing with the gossip and heifers and uh. Houston been showing me. Yeah, love, man, man. they my girls, man. The gospel helpers. Yeah. yeah, they told me, man. Yeah. They told me. Yeah, man. So this is this was up, man. Hey, you know, before we get started, man, I want to uh, tell you, man, give you my uh, personal condolences from the groups. Uh, you had a huge loss, man, with your uh, with your best friend and road manager. Man. I just want to uh, tell you, you know, you got our condolences, yeah. man. Sorry about that. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's uh, you know, man, it's tough every day, man. It's just. You know, nobody prepares for that, man. Um, it's it's one of those things, man. Somebody with you every day, all day. Right. And then now, when I travel, man, it's just me out there, man. I, I mean, I ain't looking to place him yet, man. But it's impossible because he was, you know, he's the reason how I got started, man. He was one of the dudes that got behind me early, man. He was like my motivator. I mean, we had too many road stories, dog. We had. He was out there struggling, you know, man. He's out there struggling with me because he, he had lost his job, man. And I was just giving him half my check, whatever I was going to make. Yeah. You know, we just was, we was just two two brothers, man, who had a really, really enduring friendship, man. It was way past that. It was more like my brother, man. It was, it was tough. It was, that's, that's, that's a whole 
part of this year, man. That, that I mean, that just that just floored me. I couldn't even go on the road no more. I had to cancel some dates. I just was not in the right mindset to go back out and do anything, man. Yeah. But uh, God is good, man. I'm still still here, you know. So you got to press on, man. You just got to keep pressing. Yeah, man. Yeah, like I said, once again, I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't imagine somebody, you know, like when, like you said, you on that road, man. It's just you and him, you know. Now you got to yeah. do it without him. It's like couldn't imagine. Yeah, man. But it's just, it's just those constant reminders, man. You know, he lived with me here in L.A. Wow. You know. Yeah. You know, man. I mean, it was just like we get off work, man, and he, you know, he go do his own thing. But we just, I just knew he was around, you know. Yeah. Hey, okay. and you know, it's crazy because, like I said, we listen to you every morning, so it just feels like, like when when we heard about it, and I, you know, I heard about it through you, but it almost felt like, like we know, we like, like even when you know you guys lost, I, I remember you calling him Mr. Calhoun, like I ain't never yeah. seen him before, but we felt like we knew him because the way you and Steve and y'all talked about him, you know. Yeah, that was, that was another tough loss, man. Mr. Calhoun, um, I just saw him, uh, I want to say like in August, he came to my show. I thought he lived in, you know, I know he was sick and everything. I thought he lived in Birmingham. So I flew in a little early mm-hmm. just so I could spend some time with him, you know. Great, great mentor. A lot of trips we took, you know, with me, him, and Uncle Steve. And, you know, we went a lot of different places. I spent a lot of time with the man. He had a beautiful family. You know, and uh, I was in Birmingham, man. I called him. I said, hey, I want to just come sit with you, man. I'm in Birmingham. He said, well, I don't live in Birmingham. I live in Montgomery, but I'm coming to the show. And he drove up, man, him and his wife. Oh, wow. And they came to the show, man. I mean, it, it, that, that meant a lot, you know. Right. That he would take the time to do that, man. He was such a great, great guy. Yeah, man. And like I said, it just feels like we know these people. Like, like cat dog like we never seen or heard you know but we just like yeah listen to y'all every day we just feel like we know everybody monica uh the new yeah. new lady running y'all social media i mean it just feels like we y'all such yeah. like family to us you know the ones that's fans and stuff man so man I, we appreciate it man we do man we do love y'all like family man it is you know man i mean i i i I enjoy running into fans, man, at the airport, man, who tells how much this show means to them, man. That's that's very endearing. That's that's you can't get bigger than that, man. It's, yeah. You touching somebody's life on a on a daily basis, you know, man, and that that's the power of of Mr. Harvey, man. He is that type of dude, man. He a family man. Yeah. You know, man. We are our radio family. We spend so much time with each other, man. That you know, we miss. We are family because we don't even get to see our own family that much. Right, right. You know, we spend all our time together. You know, and that's that's what it comes across because they know, you know, you know them. They know you. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's not if I, you know, it's not too much. Mister Harvey don't know about me because I go to him about everything because I'm with him all the time. Right, you know? right. And so that's just just to have a mentor like that, man. You know, he he's. He's the reason why, man, a lot of great things have happened in my life, man. He's helped me grow as a businessman, mm-hmm. uh, understand it as a growing as a comedian, yeah. growing as a, as a producer. I mean, teaching me the ins and outs of television, yeah. you know, man, just learning from him on so many different levels. How did you even meet Steve? When did I meet him? Yeah. 
Uh, first time I met Mr. Harvey, I was in uh, L.A. I was like, I in Los Angeles, man. I was his business partner, Rashawn McDonald, is from Houston, and they called me. And he said, "Hey, man, why don't you come out here to L.A. and do this showcase?" Mm-hmm. And man, um, I was at the Rainforest Cafe out in L.A., man. Rashawn was taking us to lunch, and then I walked in, man, and we get to the table, and he's sitting right there, man. He was one of my favorite comedians. He was a guy I looked up to. Yeah. I thought was just one of the funniest guys I had ever seen. Oh, yeah. And he sits directly across from me. And Rashawn had tapped me because my mouth was open. <laughs> right. You know, my mouth, mouth was wide open, man. I'm talking about eyes, big, everything. Oh, yeah. And then Rashawn, Rashawn said, hey, man, he do talk. <laughs> yeah. You know, that you know, messed me up. Right. And I said, how you doing, Mr. Harvey? And he said, hey, what's up, man? What's going on, you soldier? I, I was tripped out. I was yeah. sad, man. That was... I was I was I was so starstruck. That was a that was the, one of the biggest celebrities I had ever met. I mean, oh, he was yeah. on TV, he was King of Comedy. Man, he was Showtime for Apollo. I mean, man, it was incredible, uh, you know. Yeah. And then then after that, I didn't see him for seven years. Man, I I got a call one day. I got a call and it was like, "Hey, uh, Mr. Harvey wants to know if you want to come to Miami and open up for him." <laughs> wow. In my and end. I was like, yeah, and I was like, well, well, who all said no? <laughs> who all said no? <laughs> yeah, because y'all had to come way down here to find me, man. I, I was just out here, just just a young, speedy man struggling. <laughs> who you know, all man, said my, no? <laughs> man, a lot of people had to say no to come down here and find me. I just want to know. I want to, I want to thank all the people who said no. <laughs> who all said no? <laughs> Yeah, man, because after that, man, I had, um, <laughs> after that, man, I had did about like seven, eight, seven or eight shows with him. Okay. You know, I had did about seven or eight shows with him. I mean, man, it was like back to back. Man, I had made like, man, about, about $4,000 in a month. Mm. I was like, I said, man, this, this dude come in and, I mean, man, he, 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 he treats you with respect and dignity, man. I mean, Guy, I got to go eat breakfast with him. We sat down, man. This is how it was on the road, man. Mm-hmm. We just go sit downstairs at the restaurant and we eat breakfast every morning at eight o'clock, right? You can't yeah. come down and eat breakfast at eight o'clock. Yeah. Okay. I get down there, man. We sat down there so long that it turned into lunch. Now <laughs> we down here and it's two o'clock. Now we eat lunch. But they got so many stories, man. These dudes was just funny, man. Oh, I can I'm imagine. talking about they all were just hilarious. I mean, James Thomas. You know, um, Big Boom, Sean, Terrence Muhammad, you know, man. And we sit out there, man, all day. That was it. Yeah. We sit there all day, man. Then at night, we just go through the show. I mean, man, he he just, it was just like that every city, man. And we would sit there, man, and some stuff we can't even talk about publicly, man. But, man, we'd be laughing so hard. Oh yeah, it'd be some, man. They had some ignorant stories, man. It was just sitting around, man, just <laughs> laughing how they all, you know, how they all talk to each other, man. It's oh crazy. yeah, I can imagine, man. <laughs> oh, man. It was the best thing ever, man. Then, you know, we go do the show, man. Everybody go do their job, you know. Yeah, man. How blessed is that, man? Because a lot of people don't know Rashawn is a is a heavy dude in the in the industry too. So you, oh man, you know, yeah, connected with both of them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. It was, it was, 
you know, you know, those, those are moments, man, that only God lined up for you, man. Yeah. I, I couldn't have never lined that up. I would never even planned it like this. I never oh. even would have known. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is. Now, I know you talk about how they, uh, you know, motivated and mentored you. I want to give you credit for, uh, you probably don't, I know you probably don't even remember this, but I think it was like 2014, maybe even 2015, I had a conversation with you and I was telling you about, I wanted to start a podcast and, you know, you gave me a, a few jewels and, and and I'll never forget it, man. And I was just trying to tell you like how I was like, I forgot how I was trying to say it, but I remember what you told me, you said, everything starts small. Don't be like afraid because certain things start small because everything starts small. It's up to you to make it big. And I and I never forget yeah. that, man. I got that story. I got that story right here. I'm like, yeah, you know, he told me that. You know what I mean? So like, I really appreciate that, man. Cause I never forgot that. Yeah, look at you, man. Got a, got a podcast, don't you? Yeah, radio too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Doing man. the radio. <laughs> yeah. Look at it, man. You know, that's that's true, man. You know, everybody want everything to line up in place, man. Mm-hmm. All of it, man. You know, your idea, your vision has to be there first, man. And yeah. then you gotta just act on that. Right. You know, it's not gonna go the way you want it to go. Nothing is just gonna line up, you know. You're gonna have to put some work into it, you know. Yeah. And that's 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 how I was looking at it, man. Because I, I was at the same time, I was just working on stuff for me, man. You know, I was trying to figure out how to make these things work for me, right? You know, how to take advantage of the platform I have and how to move it forward. Like, what kind of brand that I want to have, you know? Right. You know, I want my brand, man. I want something that that when people come to me, man, that they they feel like they engage, they already know me, and that's because of the, of the brand, you know. Yeah. And you know, I I'll never forget the first time I saw saw you perform, and I remember it was uh, Steve Harvey's uh, farewell tour when it was like twenty twelve, I believe, when his farewell tour. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, man. Y'all came to Chicago. You opened up for him, and I was coming in just a little bit late, and you was performing, and then the. You know how some people like every comedian has like that one thing you just remember about them, like the go through thing. Like Steve Hart, when I think of Steve Hart, first thing I think of, Cool in the Gang was unplugging, would have been unplugging shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Bernie Mac, Million Cookies. Every right. time I think of you, someone asked me, Junior, what <laughs> Junior, when I was walking in, I remember you saying, "All right, all the all the brothers on the down low, make some noise." And I was about to yeah. raise my hand. I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Yeah. I, I, man, wow. Let me tell you something. I don't even remember the I don't remember the rest of the show. I just remember that. Like that I, like who says that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well man, because at that time, you know, like man, it was just coming out like a lot of a lot of these dudes would get caught, you know. <laughs> So I just wanted to know who was in here, you know. <laughs> you know, know, like I didn't understand. I couldn't understand, man. I just understand, man. I don't, I don't find nothing more attractive than women. I'm the dog. I'm the man. Exactly. You, I, I, I can't understand. Yeah. You know what? Why? Yeah. As a matter of fact, just ask me. What did he say? That, that's what I remember you saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Though, what did what did he say to get you? Like, what line did he use? I didn't even know, so I don't fall for it. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, yeah man. People come up to me all the time talking to me. You know, I want to fall for one of these lines. <laughs> you know, I like your shoes. Is that it? Is that the line? I like your shoes. Is that what is that? Is that the one? 
Hey, um, you, you drink hands? Not no more. I used to. <laughs> hey, that's but real talk. That's the real. Yeah. That's real talk, yeah, man. But it was Y'all the way you said it, though. It was the way you brought it, and you caught everybody off guard. Cause like I was in the crowd, I'm looking around, everybody looking around, like, hey, hey what do you say? What do you say? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was funny, yeah. man. Good way to get it out there, man. Yeah, man. That, that was that. Was, oh, man, I ain't been, probably ain't done that jump since that tour. <laughs> Yeah, that man. was funny, man. Funny, funny. Now, me and you got something uh, else in common. Uh, I remember you telling me this, man, that you used to work for General Motors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm still there. Man, <laughs> I just, I find early, I was built for that. <laughs> the, the, the union was lying on me, man. <laughs> you were Now, not all of them are bad, man. It just... This one lady, man, she was the union boss, man, and she she just had it in for me, man. It was just, I, I they had me in there, man. I didn't even know how all this stuff go. And, man, you know, I'm on the management side, and she over there, man, and I'm talking about she in there cussing me out, you know, with, 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 my, with, my, with my opposite in there with me. You know, she in there cussing me out. And the dude said, I called, I called HR on him, man. I said, HR, I don't even know the number to HR. <laughs> like, I, I mean, she let me have it. It would hurt my feelings every day. But then, man, Al, man, his little dude, brother, man, ran the whole body shop. Yeah. Al. Al, man, came to me, man, came to my office, man. The, big, the, the head dude comes in my office, man, and said, man, don't you sit up here, man, and let these people run over you. <laughs> Man, and that's when I found out. Now, now I know. Okay, now I know the game. Now, yeah, yeah. We would go at it every day. Yeah, that's my whole thing. I'm filing the grievance. I'd be like, file it, file it. Yeah, file the damn grievance. Go ahead. We ain't gonna do nothing. Get you a soda machine or something. That's all. Yeah, that's what it was all about. Yeah. Hey, you talking real? That's exactly what happens. A water. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I want a TV. <laughs> Some seat these trucks. <laughs> oh man, I was in there, man. I knew it, man. But then I had some great people, man. That worked, that worked on the line, man. I was friends with, man. A lot of it just, I just didn't like her. Yeah. She just was my 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 first introduction to to auto world, man. And man, it was. I'm talking about every day, man. It's every totally- day. This woman come down there, man. I, I mean, you know, my line leader, man. He 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 was lazy. You know, he go missing. Like, you gotta relieve these people. You can't go missing. Like they, this type of games. Oh man, yes, <laughs> yes. This is exactly what happened. You know what I'm saying, man? Yes. All this stuff, man. Yes, this happens still him, to I this him, day. I tell him, ask him why he ain't do something. You know, like this is their favorite thing to do. Like I ask why he ain't do his job. Yeah. Right? Why is he doing his job? He he just turns to me and says, "I'm sick." Now I gotta let him go down here to the doctor. <laughs> to the medical. I just was too through, man. <laughs> it's totally different world, man. Man. <laughs> man, man, but, now, but, now man. I gotta ask you a question. How would <laughs> how would Steve Harvey deal with uh y'all being a union <laughs> and that kind of shit? <laughs> how would how would he deal with it? Yeah. <laughs> Steve, 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 Steve was different when he worked on the line, man. He was in the, I, I probably wouldn't be able to handle Steve. Steve, he he too conniving. He know too much. Like he knows too much, man. Anywhere in the world, you'd be able to control him on the line. 
like he said, he catch people stealing other people's food, then they got to work for him. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I found out you he used to work for Ford. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he worked for Ford, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. But he, he would be hell on the line, man. I could, I could already tell. Because <laughs> everybody like him. So, you know, like, you know. Yeah. Like he catch somebody stealing somebody else's food. He said, all right, now. You know, I saw that. <laughs> now I'm going to need to do me a favor now. I'm gonna leave early. I need you to do my job. I'm I'm leaving early today. Yeah, right. You know, I mean that's the type of stuff he do, man. He just, you know. But you know, <laughs> it, it, that was it was a good time, man. It, it, it was a lot. I learned it. You know, man. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But just working at that, you know, working at a uh, working that night shift, man. Golly, I hate working the night shift. Oh man. Man. You know, you know one thing about they don't stop building trucks though. Just the nope. sun go down. They don't stop. That line don't stop. That line don't stop. Still don't. Man, we was building the Escalade too. We was building the Escalade. It just came out. Uh huh. Oh, that line was moving, dog. All them cars was bought. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man. man, this is crazy. This man, yeah, <laughs> that you know all this, man. Now, one time, man, I was running late for work, man. I walked in there wrinkled, and one <laughs> of the ladies that worked in my in my department. You know, she was she was like, Hey, don't you ever bring your black ass in here with this many wrinkles in your clothes. <laughs> you making us look bad. Oh, I was like, man. Yes ma'am. <laughs> yes ma'am. Oh man. I was just young, man. I just young. Yeah, you yeah. had to be young because you young now. Like so like how old was you when you started working there? Oh man, about twenty. Oh my goodness. And you was on the management side too? Yeah, oh, man. man. Oh, yeah, you had a bad. Yeah, you had yeah, a bad. Yeah, man. man, man they said, like, boy, I've been working on this job long you've been alive. Yes, like, they, yes. They, that's they, a lot. You know, like, I got to take, like, that was another problem because I was so young. They had they, I, they had to take orders from me. You know, but I didn't go in there and write, like, oh, you got to do what I say to, you know, man, I just build relationships with people, man. Yeah. You know, I bring them donuts and stuff, you know. Yeah. Bring them donuts in the morning, you know. If we had a really good week, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, I buy everybody lunch. You know? Yeah. I was out there a while, man. I was making, I, I, I was too young to be making that much money. I ain't know what to do. Man, I try to tell people. <laughs> I try to Yo, tell people. You cannot give me a check yeah. after tax. It got seven thousand dollars in it. Yeah. By, I can check on Friday. By Monday, I, I, I need another check. <laughs> he said, "By Monday, I need." I need another one. Because, man, I was at the club, man. I was, I, was, I was at the club. I was buying flowers. I was doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So, 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 okay, since you bring all that up, how did you go from there to, like, to decide that you wanted to do comedy and then you started, like, acting and everything else? Like, like how did yeah. you make that transition? That's like, something I always wanted to do, man. I didn't really want to do that. I don't have the personality for that. I, I'm not structured like that. Yeah, yeah. I can't do the same thing over and over and over and over That's exactly and be happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just wasn't, it just wasn't for me, you know? It just wasn't for me, man. I just, you know, then Brian was like, man, you might well go ahead and just do what you're supposed to do, man. And I said, yeah, cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Quit there and then uh, started working at this paint company and just trying to tell jokes, but then I didn't like working at the paint company. You know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't like, because I was the only black in there and I'm in Texas, so they tell you pretty much how that go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They slaving me, man. Mm. You know, they slaving me. But that's right, though. I, I mean, I had, you know, I had a little side hustle. You know, right. You know, I stole some paint and sold it on the side. You know, 
The statute of limitations I mean, is up. Y'all niggas look at me and think I ain't do stuff like that? Yeah, I did that all the time. Yeah. yeah Oil-based paint, that's, that's $50 a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get this. Now, it's 75 in the store. It's 50 from me. You know, man, I almost got busted, but you know. <laughs> I, when they was all in there looking at TV, I was out there just shopping. <laughs> I was taking five gallon buckets, put it in the trunk of my car. My little Mexican partner, he meet me down the street. Make me, make me a quick 150. Oh, man. <laughs> inventory was always off. <laughs> we never had inventory together. Inventory stayed off. Yeah, they be... <laughs> they trying to hear, and, I be, and then hear the crazy part about it. Inventory be off. I know who stole the paint. <laughs> but I've been there helping, though. Right, right. Listen, <laughs> man, we had about four. Did we have four? Was it four? It was four in there? Yeah. No, it wasn't four. Well, I thought we had two. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm just in there helping. My guilty ass looking all in the computer. <laughs> you know, I'm going back and forth out the door. I don't see it. Oh man! Oh man! I'm glad it's not you. All to be in my trunk. Hey, gotta do what you gotta do. Like you say, hit a side hustle. Oh, yeah, man, you look at you now. Oh man, blessed man. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. God is forgiving God. Yeah, I'm blessed now. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, you know what I remember you saying on the radio one time? You say a lot of crazy stuff. I'm matter of fact, I'm gonna just. Bring up some stuff that just I remember you saying on the radio. I don't know. I, I like how you just play your role. You know what I'm saying? Because you got a lot of you got a lot of OGs around you with Steve, nephew, and Jay, and you always know how to just slide a joke in. And then like you know, like I remember one time they was talking about the bank and stuff. You said, "Oh yeah, I'm good going to the bank now. I love when I come in the bank now. They, they approach me a lot different now." Yeah, I ain't gotta. Yeah. Go- I ain't got to go through that bringing that uh, two. I'd have been through all this having two dollars and thirty two cents in the bank in my bank account. Yeah, so I, I yeah, man. No See, the, the bankers know you. They know who got money. They know who don't. They know when you're in here playing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They know. Nah, man, it's different now, nah, man. I, I used to go in the bank, man. I'd be disgusted because I walk in here knowing it's thirty dollars in here, and they do too. They treat you different, huh? <laughs> hey, man. Now I go on there now, man. Oh, it's very different. Glad to see me now. <laughs> Mrs. Space, it, it's something they never offer you. You know, like they offer to me now. Like, Mrs. Space, have you thought about taking out a taking out a loan for a home? Yeah. Oh, I haven't thought about that. Ah, oh, you need to start looking for a home. <laughs> How they used to treat you? You ain't got no money. They, you ain't got no money. They don't bring that up to you. <laughs> Miss Faith, you looking for a car loan? Right. Yeah, they got that for you. <laughs> oh man. When you ain't got no money in that bank, they don't they don't really care if you got a car. They don't care how you got in there. Right, right. Oh man. They don't really care. <laughs> hey, you know, I like the I remember one time, I think this was like twenty fourteen, maybe twenty fifteen. And it was a Monday, and y'all do the pastors, and and Tommy didn't show up that day. He was, you know, probably had to work the next the, the, the night before, so he didn't come in Monday. So uh-huh. you had to be the pastor, and and, uh, and you know, <laughs> you you gonna tell Steve, Uncle Steve, you said uh, the congregation was singing, uh, "I'm in love with the cocoa. <laughs> I got it for." <laughs> <laughs> 
and, the, and the pause among Steve for a while, he had to gather himself because he was laughing. I heard him, and then he, then he responded with something way more ignorant, and then Colin, yeah. Colin shut the whole segment down. <laughs> man. Hey, that's what I love about Carla, man. Carla, all right, all right, hold on. Carla and Shirley, they be like, hold on, hold on, wait a minute now. <laughs> yeah, because well, we, we, we don't, we as comedians don't have no limit. We don't really think about, you know, that type of stuff. We, we just doing it for the last. Right. You know, I had to learn that too, that some stuff, you know, we just, we, we, we go over there. We play right over there by the line. You know, that's where we like to have fun at, over there by the line. Yeah. Yeah, and calling them be scared because they don't know what we gonna do. They don't know what y'all. Gonna they say. think we gonna be out of work the next day. And couple times we we have been. Man, I tell you, man. Uh, when Steve cusses on air, man, that is the funniest thing to be. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> it is. Oh man. It when he comes on air, it, it tickles the hell out of me, man, because he he really forget we on the air. He just be talking. I, I know. He, I don't think he really noticed y'all on air. I think he just be like having a conversation with y'all. Yeah, he just be talking, man. <laughs> and he'll cuss, and then he'll, then after he, then he, then he'll say like three more words after the cuss word. Then he realize what he just said, and his eyes get big. Hey, yeah, did he hit I, the jump button? Yeah, that's what I be waiting for. I be waiting for Carla to say, "Cat, did you get that?" <laughs> yeah. Get that? So we can't let me go out, man. Oh, man. I know. That's why I don't. That's why I don't cuss on that. Because I tell you one thing, I can't afford that bill. <laughs> oh, so so y'all get fined for that? Well, so what words yeah, can't you say? Huh? What words can't you say? Because I, I mean, I, I like radio. F bomb. Oh, okay, you can't say F bomb. Yeah, you can't say yeah. that. But y'all done figured nah. out ways around it. I, I see y'all be saying sugar, honey, iced tea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All this sugar, honey, iced tea. <laughs> y'all be, yeah. be, be pressing the limits, though. Y'all be y'all be pushing it. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. Now, you're the youngest one on that crew. What is it like? I mean, I think you and Monica are close in age. But other than that, like, y'all just like, you know, the youngest ones on that crew like do they like I remember one time when Jay Anthony Brown first got on there and you was telling the story and then this <laughs> they had to catch it he said god damn motherfucker how old are you <laughs> the only yeah <laughs> like what is it like being the young one on that crew oh man it's it's, it's cool man I mean you know I just did from different perspectives because I'm younger you know yeah, yeah you know but but you know my whole the reason why I understand him so well because I grew up around all older people. I was the oldest kid. You know, the next kid that come along, you know, uh, and my mom's family, they she didn't come along until four years later. So they all, my grandmother had packed me everywhere, and she was a hoodlum. You know, my grandmother was a hoodlum. She was nothing nice. Oh, yeah, though, she was nothing nice. My okay. grandmother was crazy. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about pistol packing, you know, okay. shooting at folks. <laughs> Damn. You know. <laughs> She shot my daddy. She shot my dad. Oh, what? Yeah, she shot my dad dead off in his ass. <laughs> and she told him that I wasn't going with him because he had been drinking. Uh -oh. And my dad told her that, well, you, you don't tell me what to do with my son. It's my son. She said, okay, well, go ahead and take him out the door. And as soon as he walked out that door, fire, and he had me in his arms. 
But he placed me down and then went down to his knees because that bullet was wedged off in there. It's still in there. Like, my daddy can't go to the airport. He can't go to the military. He don't like, he don't like saying it. He be, you know, going through there, you know, long walk. He be like, uh, could you go back? Yeah, he go back to there. Come on through, sir. He go through. And then he warn him down. They be having the one back there behind his behind, man. I just be able to die, man. He got to tell these people what, what's going on. Uh, right. yeah. I got a, I got a bullet. I got a bullet in uh in in there. I got a bullet. I'm sorry, could you speak up, sir? I got a bullet. I got a bullet. I got a bullet in in, in the, sir, you got some bullets. What'd you say, sir? I got a bullet in my ass. And I just be sitting there on the side, man, just cracking up. Cause I remember when you got that bullet. And <laughs> hey, you know who put it in them. <laughs> yeah. Lord rest of the phone, yeah. I know exactly who put it in and why. So I, you know, I get along with them, man, because I, I hang around. I've been hanging around old people all my life. Now I just understand them, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's how. I mean, but that's what makes it fun, though, man. It's just that the different ages and the different points of views on the show. Right, right, right. Now, now I'm going to ask you about a couple all of them. Like, what, it seems like when J. Anthony Brown joined, he just gelled right, right with you. I know him and Steve went back back in the day but it just seemed like he just all oh, y'all just just did you were you did you know him before he came on the show mm-hmm. yeah man i knew jay man i knew i knew jay a long time man before he even got on the show and because jay anthony brown man uh got me on the time joining cruise oh uh, okay okay and so see- i i did that for like five years and man i was just going to cruise man and that that was another moment that changed my life man you know man that was you know, Jay just told me, he said, man, just get on the cruise, man. They paid me like $500 to do the cruise for a week, right? Mm-hmm. So that's all they had. They said, Jay said, man, you can go on here, you're going to kill this crew. They're going to bring you back every year. And that's what they did, man. Because the next year I went back, I got 1000 right. Then the year after that, I got I got four. Oh. By the time I left, they was paying me like 5000 for the week. Damn. I'm looking forward to that gig. Oh, and yeah. it was fun. Yeah. yeah, man. So you know what's crazy? Yeah. Like, like, like for me, I know uh, Steve Harvey and then like uh, Tom Joyner. They all like in the same age bracket. But I never listened to Tom Joyner because I felt like my mom listened to Tom Joyner. And for me, I never listened to the Tom Joyner Morning Show. So I really was was kind of sleep on J. Anthony Brown. But see, like Steve, he was on Def Jam, and my mom didn't want me watching Def Jam. So of course I'm I'm gonna gravitate to Steve. Like I remember when Steve Harvey had his own radio show in Chicago in, in the in the mid nineties. Like I yeah. remember, I grew up with Steve. Like you know what I mean. So like when he come on, even though they like they're really the same, him and Tom the same. I just look at like ah man, like I'm I'm on that side. I'm with the Def Jam side. I'm going with them. You know. So yeah. I never really even heard. I remember Jamie Brown from the movies and stuff, but I didn't know. The radio personality, Jay, because I never listened to that oh, show. Oh man, Jay is great, man. He was a great addition to the morning show, man. He, right, he did. He fit right on in, man, because he used to come on Steve's show here in L.A., man. When Steve was just in L.A., yeah. he couldn't use his name, Jandy Brown, but he would come on this Bitter Man. That's where the whole Bitter Man thing came from. Oh, and, and so he used to come on there and like you know everybody knew it was Jandy Brown, but he just never said Jay's name. <laughs> like Bitter Man in here. And Bitter Man, he'd come on, man. It'd be so funny. Jay would come on the radio. He'd say, tell all my ex-wives I'm on the radio. 
Oh, I'm about to talk some mess. <laughs> and that's what he talked about all his ex-wives. And that's how you got the whole thing with Jay and Bitterman. That's how Steve named the Bitterman. I had no idea. That's crazy, yeah, man. Yeah, man. And so, yeah, and, man. And then, uh, like you and <clears throat> nephew Tommy. Now I'm gonna tell you something, man. I remember I got a couple stories, but that race you and nephew Tommy did, man. Yeah. You talking about some classic stuff for the internet? And I ain't gonna lie, I was rooting for you, but I I saw the race that Tommy did with Prime Time. I'm like, yeah. He kind of hung hung with Prime just for like three or four seconds. So I'm like, man, Junior might be in some trouble. And out of nowhere, you came back and dusted his ass. I'm like, well, well oh. if you watch the whole video, man, he false started eight times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> so I told him, I said, hey, man, whenever you go, I'm going to go. Because <laughs> I'm not going to sit up here and wait because you keep jumping the girl. He kept jumping, man. He's nervous. <laughs> did y'all you know, know there was going to be a crowd man. out there like that, though? Did y'all know there was going to be like a, a, a crowd and... I did not know everybody from the job and everybody all everybody was coming out there. Miss Calhoun was out there. Yeah. Everybody was out there. You know, it was it was it was a serious business, man, because let's see, you know, you know, I played I played I played ball, I ran track, yeah. played basketball, football, baseball, ran track. Hey man, I had to anchor the hundred, you know, the four by one. Oh, yeah. I ran the last race. Oh yeah, so you I, got I ran straight away. It was great. Yeah, you got speed, man. <laughs> you know, you gotta have speed. So I had to train and track to get ready for football. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, football, man, I was one of the top running backs in the state of Texas. No doubt. You know, man, I mean, I, I ran a full 340. I mean, dude, you what you doing? Right. I kind of can't run a 4-3 now, but I know I can get a 4-6 out of this. Maybe a 4-5. You know what I'm saying? And I was heavier, too. I'm heavier. I was heavier then. I, I lost a little weight now, but I was yeah, heavier right. then. Yeah, I saw that. You know, when I raised when I raised time, yeah, I was I, man, I was about two hundred. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know now, you know now I'm down about one eighty five. Mm. You know, but you know him not knowing that, and then then what got me mad too was, you know he was you know he was he was making like late night phone call like he called talk mess with cat <laughs> about how he's gonna do me. <laughs> You know, he. You know, we have we have mutual friends, partners. You know, they would call me and tell me what he said. You know, so then I'm sitting there saying, myself, man, this is gonna be really embarrassing for him. <laughs> this is gonna be really embarrassing for him." You know, and then the fake like you hurt your hamstring. That's what got me. <laughs> me and Steve were sitting there laughing so hard because he don't even re- remember which one he injured. Let me say something. If you pull a hamstring, and anybody who ever plays sports know oh, when you pull a hamstring, there are no more steps. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You don't get another step. You don't have to pass some stuff up. <laughs> You're going down. You have to pass something up. You don't get no extra three, four steps. <laughs> oh, you know, man. and then he went out there, man, put out this whole little story about why how he, he had pulled his hamstring in the last 10 yards, then I got him, and then that's how I won, though. Man, what race was you watching? Right. <laughs> yeah, what man. What race was you watching? You came back. You came and, out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, man, and I knew I had him, too, man. The crazy part about it, I knew I had him. I knew I had, had him beat when when um I shook his hand, and he couldn't look me in the eye. I knew he lost. I mean, he lost. 
Because he knew. He knew. Don't let Tommy tell you he ain't know. He knew. Well, well tell Tommy he was he, least, he was at least dressed and, for and, the and part, then, Hold on. Then he had a stretcher, right? The yeah. night before the race. Who's getting stretched? Oh, man, man. I went downstairs, man. Me and Brian went down to my garage, man. Uh-huh. And we walked off 50 yards. And then I ran it. You know, I ran the 50 yards. I ran one practice race. Yeah. Just all out, ran it. And Brian turned that, that time around, and it said, like, uh, 50 yards, like, like, five, nine, or six seconds, something like that. I said, man, let's go upstairs, man. This race over with. <laughs> so you knew. You knew. <laughs> oh, no. I said, oh, no, man. I ain't trying to sit up here and play. I don't need to do it no more. This race is over. <laughs> You know, we had to get stressed. I was in here eating pizza. I watched movies the night before. Oh. I laid up. I had some ice cream. I was right here just, just over here just stuffing myself. Yeah, he had a stretcher. But, but he had got a stretcher. He got somebody, got his legs in the ass. You know, stretching his hamstring. The hamstring, he, the one he pulled, whichever one it was. But yeah. the one, what the stretcher for? He didn't do his job. Yeah, so did. <laughs> hey, but Carlos, yeah, you pull, you got to stretch it and pull the hamstring. Your stretch it ain't worth nothing. Hey, I'm watching the video, and and and, and Carla always Carla low, low key so funny to me on the show, but her reaction, yeah. her reaction when I know that what the fight caught that camera, <laughs> man, she couldn't believe this boy lost, and that's cool because you know. You know, like, you know, like, I don't ever talk about them days, mm-hmm. you know, like when I was playing and stuff like that, man. You yeah. know, Tommy like talk about how fast he went out. And, 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 and like, like my dad said, somebody got to tell you oh, no, what they can do. He probably can't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he he, he going he gonna to forever be in debt on this one. <laughs> you know, we don't even let him say nothing fast on the show. He can say fast, nothing quick. Hey y'all, y'all are hilarious, man. Y'all, I mean the 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 way y'all just vibe with each other and everything, man. And then the last one I gotta ask you about just just vibing with Steve, like 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 it's like you can tell that when I I just remember growing up watching Steve and he 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 was all like he to me like you know Martin got a certain way. DL got a certain way, but Steve yeah. always was just I, the things I remember him about for as far as his comedy go. No one told church stories like him. No, no one, man, he, he was the well, first well, one he, to tell he, talk he, about the building fund stuff like before the game. Yeah, man, no one told he, church uh, stories like him. Steve has a man. He's just a great storyteller, man. Yeah, I mean, he just know how to he he know how to paint a a, a, a beautiful picture. Of yeah. what is actually happening, and you can see it. Yeah, you know, you can see it, man. Like you know, like uh, like you know, when he talks about his uh his niece getting married, you know, and the boy was on house arrest. Oh my you god, that was. And talk about how poor they was, <laughs> and his leg was just thriving because he did that because he was too far away from the house, man. And yeah. that fool said. You don't want to be at this wet flew in here for all this. He said, "Come on, we leaving." <laughs> he, he said, "We leaving," and then they said, "And now the release of the dog, man." 
said, I know. <laughs> Bring your ass back on over here. I know good hell well. They ain't got no money for no dub. <laughs> he said, all chickens started coming out. Chicken <laughs> <laughs> man. Ah. Uh, yeah, I love that man. Yeah, that was a classic story. I never forget that man, one. I, I, just, I was when I heard that one. Oh man, that was classic. Yeah, man, he just man, he just had so many man, man, man. But you know, like you know, like man, it's you know, it's 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 crazy to see that type of greatness up close, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just you know, on the TV show, working on a TV show. Yeah, going out there hanging out with him at Family Feud. You know, sometimes I just go up there and hang out with him at Family Feud on his lunch break, and I stay and watch the taping, and just watch him go out there, man, and the way people love him, man, because he's passionate about people, man. Right. I mean, he he is passionate about people. He's passionate about changing people's lives, man. I mean, the dude. That's all he talks to me about. Yeah. We don't really have no waste conversations. You know, we just sit up and laugh, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, like. We have a, a an affinity for sports, yeah. you know. So like you know, you know, like we could talk about the fight, we could talk about the game, you know, football game. We could talk about basketball, you know. I mean, everything, man. The dude just and he, and, he, and he just he's cool, man. I mean, he's really cool. He's one of the coolest dude. dudes I ever met, man. I mean, it, like he he is really like that whole walk and everything. Still, he's just cool, man. Yeah. He's, about the music, man, you know, and all the stories he know about music, man. I'm telling you, man, it, the dude has been around for some of the biggest moments, man, in in music. Michael Jackson, just man, come on, man, come on. No, that that whole relationship him and Mike had was hilarious. You know, I mean, he was telling about when he took Michael Jackson to the hood and everything, man. And it was just funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he took Michael Jackson to church and he took him to to the hood. And the, the black kids in the neighborhood was like, you ain't really Michael Jackson. Why would Michael Jackson be over here? Because <laughs> Mike would just be laughing. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, man, but it's, 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 it's just, it's, 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 it's a cool thing, man. It really is. It's pretty cool. Man, I mean, I, I, does, it, does it even feel like work, man, coming up there in the morning time doing that? Does it feel like work, man? No. Nah. No nah, man, I ain't lie to you. It don't even feel. Like, I forget they pay me for this. I know, man. I can imagine. No, I, I, really do. I, I, I just go in there because I know we finna laugh, man. You know, that's one thing I say about my family. We grew up, man. Even with all the problems and issues we had, man, we grew up and and laughed our way through all of that, man. And that's what it feels like when I go to work, man. I'm just going to work up here to laugh and and talk crazy. <laughs> and um. You know, man, make people's morning. And, man, we just go on to the next job, you know. Yeah. Right, I go off to the radio, I go do TV, man. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and that's another thing, too, man. I go to work, man. I work with Jay all day on a TV show, man. And the stuff we just come up with, man, it's just, it's, 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 it's he's such a great writer, man. He just teaches me how to write. Yeah. You know, man, he teaches me how to write, man. We have fun. You know, we laugh all day at that. That's great, you know? That's great. You know, and they pay me for it, man. I mean, this is just part, you know, it's just part of, uh, it's just part of, part of the, the, the job, man. It's just, it's just fun, man. It's just a great life, man. It's just blessed. I never really thought it would turn out like that, man. And it's so much stuff coming down the pipe, man. Just, hey, man, I'm just going to have fun doing it all. 
you know, I, that's what I try to do. You know what I mean? Because some simple things like, man, me just walking in my apartment, man, I ain't have an apartment in my name. I was 36 years old or 33 years old, man. Yeah. You know, I, that, that stuff just baffled me. I ain't buy a vehicle, man, till I was 36. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like, all oh, my cars were hand me down. Yeah. Right, you ain't right. using that game. I'm gonna ride it. Let me get that. Yeah. 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 And so to do that, man, so some of this stuff, man, is just still new to me. You know, it's just new to me, man. You know, and I, I, I just laugh because I remember when I didn't have it, you know. Right, right, right. You know, I remember the days, man, you know, when we, when me and Brian was down in uh, Vicksburg, Mississippi, and ran out of gas. Hmm. You know, going down the hill, ran out of gas in front of the hotel, parked the car, gave the key to the valet, and walked in the hotel. Because I ain't had no money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had to go through this show, man. Yeah. To get back home. To do to get the money, yeah. Yeah. You that- know what I'm saying? You know, all that, man, like, I, I had to do a comedy competition, man. I had to win. I had to you win. You had to win. Because the, the check was $2,000, and I drove up there, but I needed money to get tires because the wire was showing on my car. Damn. There was no, there was no losing. Yeah. I had to. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's. Them moments right there, man, I appreciate because I can see how things are going now. But back then, I had no idea what was going to happen, man. I just knew I had to win. That's all I knew. That next morning, man, I was sitting in front of uh, Discount Time waiting on them to open. Hmm. Yeah. That's what's up, man. So I, I, I I love to hear stories like that, man, because a lot of times people just think that, you know, uh, you just, just, one minute you was working at General Motors and then you just end up on the Steve Harvey morning show so you was always making money. You never had like I love to hear that you had to grind. You had to grind. I love to hear stories like that, man. Cause that keeps nah, you, man. people like me motivated to, to keep grinding and working. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like nothing gonna come yeah. overnight under uh, 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 overnight like people want it to come. You know what I'm saying? You gotta work. No nah, man. Because you know one thing about it, man, is that, you know, that's a long time. Like, people say, where'd you come from? I ain't come from nowhere. I've been out here the whole time. Right. You know, like, you know, it's, it was years, man. You know what I mean? Like, next year, I've been doing comedy 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Wow. It was years, man. Years. It's been 20 years. Out of them 20, out of them 20, only seven of them have produced. Mm. Like, I've always made money at comedy, man, but... but to produce like I wanted to to sustain so I can have something so I can help other people so I can benefit uh, my family and you know to, to, to seven only seven of them years man. damn that's it brother I mean that's that's you know I've never been on gave up. Never all gave kind up. of tours I've been on Ricky Smiley's tour man I've I've been on a whole bunch of tours I mean there's a bunch of cats you know that I met along the way man I mean that's how I know Earthquake man Quake was the first one to put me in an A-list room. Okay. I mean, like, I had never worked an improv or or A-list room. I didn't even know how it go. All my shows pretty much that time was on dance floor. Mm. Let me ask you this. Like, like with, with, with your success, though, like, because you're on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Like, if you don't do nothing else, 
you on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Did the people that you was doing shows with, like, you know, throughout them 20 years, do they ever look at, like, how the fuck he get on that show? Like, how, like, how, like, how was you, like, you know, is there any, like, hate amongst comedians like that? Oh, man, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, hate on your job. Hey, what are you right. talking about just comedians? Right, right. You hate right. everywhere. You ain't lying. Yeah, man. you know, man, but, you know, I don't really care what they say, though, man. I, I just, hey, man, it, it's, she understand, man, I was doing this, man, with sickle cell with no health insurance, though. Right, right, right. So every day I'm rolling the dice. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I could not catch a flu. I couldn't get the flu, dog. I'd be nervous. Yeah. Yeah. You, know how, you know how hard it is to be up here sweating and coughing and nervous? Yeah. Because any of this could lead to a, a crisis. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so when they say that stuff, they say whatever they say, you know, how they say it. I, I don't listen. No, I was out here with nothing. Mm. How you mad at me? Because I, 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 I get to do something different. Right. You know what I'm saying? What, what's the hate about? You know, it just makes no sense. I've, I've, I've always did this, man. You know, it used to be this thing, man, in the comedy club. When a comedian grows up and they bomb, you know, and other comedians would just, would just do them, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they would do them, man. Yeah. You know, they tell him to quit. He need to stop. You know, keep showing week after week after week. You know, man. I'll be the one to go up there and say, hey, man, come back next week do it again. I, I just, I'm just an encourager, you know. Come on back and try it again next year, next week. Yeah. Don't worry about that. They over there laughing at you now, but they used to be just like you too. Right. You know what I'm saying, man? That that that's why I can never forget where I came from because, man, it is it out of nothing, man. I, I can't tell you time, man. When I first started, I started getting booed. Wasn't mean I was funny. I just ain't figure out how to do. I don't. I didn't figure out how to do the job. Right, it's a skill to it, you know. You just can't just it's go. A, yeah, it's a, it's a skill set to it, man. It's 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 certain things that comedians have to do to get your attention in the first minute and a half. Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying, man? Exactly. But then I gotta hold it for the whole time I'm up here. Right, you know? right. You know, I just didn't know how to do that in the beginning. I didn't, I didn't know. And that was gonna be my next question to you, like. Before, so I remember watching like on, on your Twitter one time. You was, I think somebody was recording you before the show. You listened to some Drake, just vibing out. You know what I'm saying? Probably had a little something to drink before you come on. Then you ran down the stairs and then performed. Like, what? If you got like, you got another show this weekend or something like that. Like, how? Now that you, especially now that you're by yourself, how do you vibe and get yourself in the mode to just be funny, man? Like, like, how do you just get in that mode to be funny, man? For like all these people, like. Right before the before they say, "All right, it's your turn to come on." Like, like, how do you get in that mode, man? Oh man, it starts that day, man. I get to the, I get to the job, man. Before anybody walk in, man, I'm usually there. Like, with the show started seven, I'm there about five o'clock. Oh, okay. I'm sitting in. I'm already sitting in there. Okay. I've already started my process of going over my clothes. Start the process of just going over my jokes. I got some music paper going, man. You know, uh, should I eat something? You know. Then I just play it out of my head, man. I just play it out of my mind. I just play the whole show out of my mind, man. So when I get out there, there's no surprises. Yeah. Ain't no surprises because this is how it's supposed to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've done the show in my mind over and over and over and over. And you keep, re- you know, you keep, you keep resetting it. You know, I get in the mirror, man. I go over my jokes. 
I get by myself, I get my mind focused, man. Then when I when I call my name, man, I'm just out there ready because people come out there, man, because you don't know what people be going through. Yeah, real talk. Man. Yeah, they can't spend all this money on my ticket, man. Then they come in and say, Oh man, Junior ain't give me no show. Yeah. Yeah. Now we in a repeat business. Yeah, I need repeat yeah. business. Yeah, yeah. I need y'all keep coming out here. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and I learned a lot of that man from from Uncle Steve, man. He showed me how to prepare. Because the way I was preparing before just wasn't it wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I didn't I didn't know. I just had some bad habits. Okay. You know, and then when I was on that farewell tour, Uncle Steve helped me fix those habits. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying he showed me, man. You know, that was the best thing that ever happened to me was that farewell tour. Yeah, that was funny, man. I man, I mean, it was, it, it was it was the thing, man. Where they just. I mean, I couldn't believe that he was showing me all the stuff that he was showing me, man. I mean, he'd come down to my dressing room. Steve Harvey walked down to my dressing room, man, to give me some more advice, something he just thought of. He said, man, oh, yeah, let me tell you about this. How cool is that, man? How cool is man. that? Man. Yeah, how cool is that? Hey, you know what else I remember you saying, too, in passing one time? I think when you came to Chicago, I got a chance to hang out with you. I didn't know you said you did a show where you opened up for uh no no you said this on the radio. You said you opened up for BB King, man. Yeah, man. How, how what was that like, man? You, man, you, it was man. it was incredible, man. I got to go back and meet him and everything. Man, he was really really a nice guy, man. He was back there laughing, sitting down, man, just chilling, man, and walking in his dressing room, man, and Lucille was laying on the couch. Uh, <laughs> did you get a chance man. to touch him? <laughs> no, I, I wasn't gonna mess with the man. Right, so right, I right. Make can't touch him. Right. No, I don't even everybody know. Home, everybody listening, Luce, because this is the Me Too era. Lucille is BB King's guitar. Just want to make sure everybody knows that. I'm not asking the junior go touch some lady named Lucille. I'm talking about his guitar. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel you. Yeah, but no, man, it was. Dog, he was so nice, man. I mean, he was really nice, man. I mean, just funny, laughing with him. Yeah. You know, man. Then um, went back to my dressing room, man. Did the show, man. But then I stayed, man. I came back out, and I watched him perform, man. It was it was incredible. Yeah, man. My grandfather was strong, just... powerful voice, man. His voice was so strong. My grandfather was the biggest BB King fan. I used to watch the tapes. Anytime a BB King special come on, I had to watch it with my grandfather every Saturday yeah. night. Go to Blockbuster no, videos, man. I'm, I'm a huge BB King fan. Yeah, that's dope. No, he was, it was great, man. It, it was just, you know, man, just seeing people that you know, meeting people that you've heard about, seen yeah. on TV growing up, you know, yeah. and they standing right before you, man. I mean, it's it's a trip. And that's cool. I'm at- and then, and then, like, and then being on the morning show, like, I know you probably know these people before you got on the morning show and stuff, but is there anybody that ever came on the morning show well, other than, I know, other than the time Tony Braxton and, uh, Tony Braxton, <laughs> Tony Braxton, I don't care what nobody say. Hey, man. Big question on Tony Braxton, like, man. Who did, who did, I mean, I was like, does Junior know she engaged to Birdman? I'm like, he over there. He, <laughs> I'm like, man, I guess he ain't give a care, man. I'm like, damn. I, I, yeah, I knew she was engaged to Birdman, you know, and I remember mad love for Birdman, man. He one of the coolest cats, man, I met, man. Yeah. He, he just a cool brother, man. Mm-hmm. 
you know, ain't no way in the world I would disrespect Birdman, but I was just saying she can sit right there like your lifetime crush sits right there. Yeah. Yeah. And she touched me. And that's enough. I haven't washed that hand since. <laughs> yeah. I don't need I keep it out the shower. Tony, man. Tony Braxton. Yes. Yeah. Should have brought, I, I remember. Don't put no soap on it, nothing. Yeah, man. I, I don't blame you. I mean, that's how I be. Me along. That's that's how I, me along. All them, that's man. That's my next question. <laughs> me along. I'm telling you. That's it. I can do that, man. I, I can't. I can't even wait to meet her. <laughs> but yeah, man. It's 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 a it's a it's. I mean, just people come on, man. I mean, it's just you know. They come on there, man, and it's good to just see, you know, see them in, in person, man. And yeah. and they have great personality, man. They are exactly what you thought they were, man. And, and they cool, you know. They just down to earth like everybody else. And you know what's crazy, too, watching? Because, like, I've been listening to Steve Harvey. I, I missed the time when he was in L.A. because it wasn't syndicated. But since he was in Chicago, like, I've been, like, I feel like I just... Like I grew up with him, and, and it's just watching the him go from me and the me and the boys to the Steve Harvey show, the Apollo, and all that, and then coming to where he is now, and to see the respect amongst like his peers, the way they look at him, like Uncle Steve or OG Steve or stuff like yeah. that. The, yeah. the respect, like like I remember, like I remember the nineties. You know what I'm saying, like. The, the the growth man like he that, that's the one thing he could stand on is like he's showing proof of growth like like most yeah, people cool with just hosting the Apollo you know what I'm saying <laughs> most people would have been cool with that and he went f- way further than that man like and just that's just an amazing thing you know what else I want to pay y'all a compliment too at one time y'all came to Chicago you and Tommy did that comedy show and I got a chance to meet you Tommy and uh, Shirley Strawberry and Monica and I gotta say this, the one thing for sure, the Steve Harvey brand, like, it's it's not just like a radio thing. Like, y'all really are who y'all are. Like, you can tell that Steve actually like has a relationship and talks with Shirley and Monica. Like, he gives them game and talks with them. I met Monica, shook her hand. You know what the first thing she did to me? She she looked at looked at my ring finger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She just looked yeah. at it. I was like, yeah. Dang, somebody been talking with her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Classy, decent ladies. Hey, classy, yeah. decent ladies, man. You can tell, like, 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 you know, they got hey, man. man it's I don't just, know what I don't know why everybody you know, everybody think me and Monica date and everything. Monica can't stand me. <laughs> okay. Just let y'all know this. Okay, so stop this. <laughs> no, but Monica, Monica is 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 a is one of the best people I've ever met, man. People don't know this, man, but you know she means so much to me because when Brian died, man, yeah. Monica made sure I ate every day. Nice. Monica, Monica came over here, man, and packed all the Brian stuff up for me, man, so I wouldn't have to touch it. Wow. I mean, she went over my she called and checked on me every day. Wow, I, you know, you know, and Uncle Steve did too, man. But it was Monica who was there the entire time, man. She she walked me through everything, man. She made sure everything was done. She helped me help get his affairs in order. 
I mean, it was all all of that stuff she did, man, for them two months. You know, and so wow. you know, when her birthday came, man, I flew down to Dallas. I was going to Houston, but I stopped in Dallas, stopped by her party, and just showed my appreciation for her, man. I paid for all her friends' meal, you know, the entire dinner. Look. But I wanted to, that's just the way I wanted to say thank you, you know. You know, those people, you don't, people don't get them type of people in their life every day. For real, man. Y'all really is family, man. That's, yeah, that's real you know, shit right there, man. And that's, that's what she did for me, man. I mean, she, she was on it. You know, she listened to me. You know, she she listened to me while I cried myself to sleep. Man. I mean, there was so much you did for me, man, to help wow. me get back on my feet. Salute to mom. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, dope, man. So, man. That's well, whoever she marries is gonna have them a hell of a woman. I don't know what they they wait on. For real, man. That's that's that, man. I, I didn't I didn't know that, man. That's good, y'all. Yeah. Man, that's man, that's good, man. Damn. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to and, Monica. And like I said, me and Monica was in the age because me and Monica and Monica is crazy. She is so hilarious. Mm-hmm. And we are, you know, we just, we just have a that just strengthened our friendship. We just, we just have, we just hang out sometimes. You know, we go to lunch. Yeah. I sit with mine, laugh. You know, stuff like that, man. If somebody that goes that far for you, you go that far for them too. Right. No doubt about it. Right. Right. You know, but. I would not have made it through that whole situation if it not for Monica Barnes. That's honestly about true. Man, before I let you go, I got to ask you more about sickle cell. And can you explain sickle cell to to me and to listeners? Because, you know, I know it's a, it's a serious thing, and I, I really don't know what, yeah, it's, what it is, man. Yeah, sickle cell is a, is a blood disorder, man, to where my, you know, your, your blood cells, your red blood cells are circular. Okay. I have some circling ones too, but I have some ones that are shaped like a sickle, like a sickle, uh, like you use out in the field. Okay. Yeah. Well, what happens is sometimes those sickle ones get stuck together and they'll block a blood, they'll block a, a blood vessel and it stops the blood flow and that's what causes the pain. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's a, you know, it's, it's very different for me. Some things, you know, because your red blood cells carry oxygen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To all your organs, the whole nine. Well, my sickle blood cell doesn't carry as much oxygen as your whole circular blood cell. And so, man, when you when you get these these crises, these attacks, man, I probably gotta be careful. Some of my triggers are, you know, stress can be a trigger. Mm-hmm. You know, cold weather could be a trigger. You know, man, so it's, it's it, you know, the first time I was diagnosed, I was seven years old. And it's a stressful thing, man, because sickle cell just doesn't affect the, 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 the child. It affects the entire family because now my mom got to take off work. My dad got to take off work. You know, I was in the hospital, man. It's It plays on your middle. You know, man, depression was something I had to battle growing up. Yeah. You know, I tried to commit suicide twice, you know. Wow. You're only supposed to get one shot at it. I failed twice. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just, it just didn't have it, man. For seven years, my mom and dad didn't know what was wrong with their child. I mean, that's about stress to figure out why is this baby always hollering. Oh, you know, so, so, so you saying that? So that when you turned seven, that wasn't the first time you had a crisis. You're no, that's when you finally figured out what was wrong. Yeah, that's when the doctor finally, a doctor out of Africa, diagnosed me with sickle cell. 
so what was happening like between you know the time you were born to seven like like what was going on in your like if you don't mind? Uh, they said i was allergic to milk they said i was allergic, allergic to to all kinds of stuff man was you in pain you was like in pain or something yeah but i was in pain though but they didn't know you couldn't explain. yeah they didn't know man. man no idea you know seven years man that we was going in and out of there and i just be in there you know and they they had no clue until one doctor had said that uh this child has sickle cell and that's why he's hollering like that you know and the other part about it too man is that the preconceived notions that people have about you she said no you can't catch this you know you know my friends thought i was contagious at one point right you know what i'm saying you know the the politics you know like they want i was playing football man they yanked me off the team my senior year you know really because a new team doctor came in and another student told him that i had sickle cell and they came pulled me off the team man and i had just did two a days like everybody else Wow. You know, and that's the thing, man. I didn't want to be treated any right. differently. My right. parents never put any limits on me, so that's why I couldn't understand. Yeah. You know, why in the world is he coming in here telling me I can't play football anymore? I've been playing this program since, since I don't know, since I was a kid. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've playing that program since I was 12. Right. 11, 12. Now I'm 17. I can be coming here my senior year, man, when my scholarships are out here. Wow. And so, man, after that day, though, after that day, man, this is after the two suicide attempts and everything, but after that day, that's when I made my mind that I would never let sickle cell take anything else away from me. It's taking too much already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, man? I almost died about seven times. Wow. So when you hear me and you hear how I'm laughing and how much I'm having a good time, that, mm-hmm. that, I, I, I am already understanding that life is short. Yeah. I'm on the seven times. Right. Now, man, is it, I don't... Is it better for you being out in LA? I remember you saying that, Eliza. Oh, is, yeah, man. The weather's great out here. Okay. Oh, it's warm. 75 every day, warm, sunny. So you haven't had like, a crisis since you've been out in LA? No. No, man. That's no, I haven't had a crisis about uh, going on four years now, I think. Something like that. Man, good. Blessings. Yeah, Blessings. Man. Yeah, man, but, you know, that, that's what I want to try to do. I want to, one of my goals with my foundation is just to change the mindset of kids with sickle cell. And, you know, I've met kids at nine years old, ten years old, depressed, man. Yeah. You know. Well, what is the foundation, man? We're going to support it, man. What, what is uh, it? It's Cures uh, Hope. Cures Hope. Cures Hope. Yeah, Cures Hope, man. It's my, it's my foundation. I started, man. Uh, because I wanted to, uh, you know, what I'm saying, man, I wanted, I wanted to really give back to kids with sickle cell because they, they, they are so overlooked. I want to help families with we are dealing with children with sickle cell, you know. And that's how the whole junior class thing. This be my sixth year, man. This year yeah. we're doing it in Memphis. This year, yeah, you know, Memphis. So um, I'm gonna go find. Uh, I got the ten families. I found them, man, and whatever they want, man, for Christmas, I'm do my best to make it happen, you know. I spend about a thousand dollars per family. Nice. And everybody gets something, even the parents. You know, just just because at one point, you know, most kids with sickle cell are in the hospital around the holidays. Wow. It's busy season because of the weather. Yeah, the weather, right? 
yeah, it's a busy season. And so I tend to try to give them Christmas before anything happens. Yeah. And, you know, and they're struggling families, you know. Well, what do you tell a mother who has three kids with six or seven? Wow. You know? Wow. She stay down at the hospital. Yeah. You know? I try to help them with, with all of that, man. You know? And uh, it, it's good for me. It's a good reminder for me. You know, it's like, it's like for me, man, it's like looking back at myself. Yeah. You know, seeing myself and, and these kids and these families. You know, I understand them working multiple jobs and all of that, man. Didn't have to leave your job. And now your income is stopped because your baby got sick. Right. You know, and so, you know, and it's really fun, man. I don't, I don't do it in a sad way or nothing like that, man. It's really joyous, man. I feed them. You know, we're going to eat, you know. Dope. We're having a good time. And, uh, man, after that, man, I just go home and have Christmas and, uh, you know, with my family, you know. But I got to do that first before I go home. Work on that, too. <laughs> and you do the um the uh, the, the, the beauty pageant uh, thing, too, right? Yeah, Miss Universe. Miss Universe. That's next week. That's next week? Yeah, man. Damn, it's man, it's December already. That's right. Wow. Yeah, I'll be down there next week. Now where is it gonna be at this year? Thailand. Going to Thailand. <laughs> Thai food. See Thai people. Man, what is it like? You just made I was getting ready to wrap it up. I gotta ask this though. What is it like being around all those beautiful women, man? I just man, just whew. The the most beautiful I don't women talk about Courtney. I don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Not gonna get me in this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I am there to work. Right, right. But it is fun, though. It's, it's cool, man. <laughs> I can imagine. I be having my little crushes, too, man. You know, like, Miss Columbia every year is a crush of mine. You know, be rooting for Columbia. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, Jamaica. Jamaica turned into a great one, too. Jamaica... She's she's Mr. Jamaica is usually beautiful too. I mean, all of them, man. It's all just Thailand. It's just man, but they, but it's, they they just they 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 talented, man. It's just it's crazy. They talented. Yeah. I mean, you literally around the most beautiful women in the universe. That's why it's called Miss Universe. That's crazy. Whew. I, I don't yeah. Know. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but but Mr. Man, you know, it, it's so much going on there, man. It's a lot be happening yeah. at Miss Universe. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. You know, it's a lot that be happening, man. I remember the first one, and I just, I, I really did look at it. I'm not trying to be a fan or nothing like that. I really did look at that. It was like dope that how Steve came out and just said, I messed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't, he could have just walked off and, like, they handled it because y'all handle it tomorrow. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't have to go do that. Like, the fact that he came out there, I mean, he, they could have easily passed the blame on that. You know what I mean? Because he's, he's, he's Steve Harvey. He could have easily, man, somebody else, y'all go take care of that. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that he went out there and, and, and took and took the took the blame for it and everything and explained yeah, like, I thought that was dope, man. That was a, you know, man, that was a, well, first of all, Steve don't want to ruin right. all the work these women have put in to get to Miss Universe. Mm -hmm. You know, and like, you know, we talked about, like he said, if I don't go back out there, 
the wrong person is Miss Universe. Yeah. You know, and um, I I remember that night, man. It, it was it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was right there in Vegas. That's right. It was in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, man, it was um, it was all of us, man. That the, his whole camp, we had all met back up in his dressing room. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, man, it was. I was concerned about a man because he was hurt, man. He felt like he had let those girls down, you know. And you know, people say, you know, he he took a lot of flack for it. But but all the stuff that Steve talks about in the morning on the morning show at six o'clock, yeah, it's the same thing he had to exemplify. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I respect that, man. I respect the fact that he went back out there to correct a mistake that he made. Yeah. You know, and that's not just talking to talk. That's actually walking to walk. That was tough. Right, because he didn't really have to take that blame. I mean, he he got he could put that on anybody. You know what I mean? He could have put that on anybody. Like he didn't have to take that blame. You know what I mean? You know what? And I don't like to really talk about all that kind of stuff, but. What was it like, man, dealing with? Because I got my own views on that. I think that, especially, I think people are so hypocritical. You know, just they pick and choose the the, the so-called woke society. We argue about this on the show every week. This quote, quote unquote woke society that they and they pick and choose which celebrities or which people they want to uh, defend or which ones they want to, uh, you know, like with the whole with, with the whole Trump thing and stuff like that, man. The woke society was pissed off. And I'm like, now all of a sudden, how y'all, this is, this is my personal view, how all of a sudden y'all reduce dude to a comedian again? When beforehand y'all was saying, well, he ain't a comedian no more. He's a, a, a TV host, he's a game show host. But then all of a sudden, when he go meet for Trump, all the stuff that he did, why didn't we just think like, hold on, why can't we just, you let him talk to your women, your daughters, why why can't we hear him out and see what he had to say? You know what I'm saying? Why would we so quick, to, the woke community was so quick to, what was it like def- defending that amongst everybody, man? Like, how was ah, man. That was crazy because, you know, I walk in, like I go home, walk in the barbershop. Yeah. And I go in the barbershop and, you know, man, and it's tough, man, somebody you work with every day, you know, and they in there run them in the ground, you right. know. But I look up at the TV, y'all watching the TV show, y'all watching Stanley Few, you right. know. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, man, you know, I, I understood because I was there. You know, I understood what he was going to do. Right. I didn't know he was going up there. He didn't tell anybody. Yeah. He didn't tell us he was going to meet with Trump. We found out like everybody else did. And it, it was, you know, he, you know, he wanted to make sure that in Trump's administration, he just wanted to see would black people have a say. Mm-hmm. You know, like he said, you know, you gotta, you gotta go down there and at least talk to the man and see what his plans are. Right. to help African Americans, you know. And it was really going down there to help Ben Carson. Right. You know, because they had a plan they wanted to put in place. They just wanted to present it to him. And that's what he did, man, you know, and you know, it you know, it backfired. He said, Okay, cool. He didn't say he made a mistake. He said, Okay, cool, I bet I won't be. but he ain't going back down in the month. And I I just tell you that he's not gonna do that in the month. You can't get him down there. You know. But it, I, I get what he was doing, man. I mean, it's, it, 
it's tough, man, to have somebody who has different ideas, yeah. different principles than you do. And you got to go down here because this man is the president of the United States. And we're going to ask him, what are you planning to do for African-American people? But it, and to me, it was just so the hypocrisy behind it. Steve ain't go down there kissing his ass. The, 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 no. He was just talking. Now, meanwhile, and I'm not trying to stir up no controversy, but there's other people who kiss Trump's ass. Kiss it. Mm-hmm. And the woke, the woke community don't say nothing. Don't don't say nothing. Where, where's the outrage? Where's the woke? I, I, I just I just it's a constant battle between me and this fake woke community because these are the same people that tell everybody your vote don't matter, don't don't vote, and all this kind of stuff. And they're the reason why we even have a Trump because them the motherfuckers that said. <laughs> I'm sorry, Junior, man. You're going to give me... You gonna give me- <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I, I need you, brother. I, I understand. You're going to give know, me... Man, um, you know, man, I just take it from this point. This is just me. I just take it from the point of man. Mm-hmm. I- I've been voting since I was 18. Right. Because in, in our family, voting is a priority. It's not something that you cannot do. Right. My mom said, you know, they, they didn't tell me how to vote. They just wanted to make sure I went to vote. Right. You know, I've been going, voting with my grandmother ever since I I started to vote. Right. It's like our little thing, you know. Yeah. I fly home, I go home, I go vote with her, you know. And that's like our thing, you know. Because my grandmother remember, you know, the civil rights movement. She was in it. Mm. And history in the south somehow you know they were doing african-americans right you know what i'm saying man we're not too many generations removed from slavery no <laughs> no you know right around the corner right behind us you know yeah so, I mean, my great my great great grandfather was a slave <laughs> yeah my grandmother's grandfather was a slave yeah <laughs> you know so that, that they put that in our heads at a very young age. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm with you on that. Hey, man. I just want to tell you, thank you, man, for sharing sharing this time with me, man. Sitting back talking. Like I said, I feel like just because of listening to the show and a few times I met you, I feel like I feel like with family. You know what I'm saying? And just yeah, getting back and, and sitting back and talking with you, man. And you being open and expressing everything, man. This is dope, man. I love what you're doing for Sickle Cell, the Junior Claus thing, man. I support it, man, 1,000%, man. I love the crew, man. Jay, nephew, Tommy, of course, Steve, Shirley, and and Carla, man, and Monica, man. Cat dog, I love that laugh, man. We got a guy on the show that laughed, too, but that cat dog laugh, man. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, brother. That laugh he got, man. That that just make this that just make the show so. Cause it's like, who is that? <laughs> you know what I mean, man, man. And we be listening yeah. every single morning, man. Man, Kia Junior Space. Hey, who who called? Who who named you Junior? That's Steve, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like something he would do. <laughs> yeah. What he just say? He just met you one day and just said, "You Junior, huh?" He said, "He said, he said, man." You got a lot of me in you. I'm just gonna call you Junior. <laughs> man, that ain't I, you call him what you want, long as you pay me. <laughs> hey, I said, that, what name we went with? 
Hey, that's the biggest compliment there is right there. The king, it was, man. The king to say you got a lot of me. The yeah, king. man. Man, that's dope. This is truth, man. That's dope. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. I enjoy it, brother. Inside the Cave. You did say you wanted to be in, right? Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Get the latest Cave Crush and Inside the Cave gear at CaveCrushShop.com. Thought-provoking ignorance with special guests and Cave Crushes. And Cave Crushers. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films. You did say you wanted to be in, right?